Welcome to the Breaking Bots Podcast. Please put on your safety goggles, tighten your seatbelt and enjoy the ride. Here are your hosts, Brian and Cam. Why, hello again. Welcome. Should have queued up some Star Wars music this time. <laughs> With all due apologies to Troop of Echoes. Yeah, well maybe they do Our Star Wars sponsors. music. I don't know. Yeah, let's talk to Dan, see if they have any uh any covers there. But uh welcome. Uh in this episode, Brian, take it away. You're the announcer at Maker Fair, so I gotta well, have you announce these things. <laughs> well, so we just because we don't want you to forget about us, and because Cam came up with an awesome idea for a picture that you will see. Um and I probably you've probably seen it on the uh the f- whatever kind of announcement you saw the new episode on either way this picture is getting used and it is great and so we had the idea for you know there's a new star wars movie coming out we'll have we'll have the guys from a huge uh jonathan and and peter and peter well i've kind of blanked on their last name but it's jonathan schultz and peter Peter Lombardo lombardo from team huge and uh yeah it's you know we don't talk much about Star Wars. But, but we do a little Star yeah, Wars tie-in there. It's in there. And, uh, of course, we're not going to keep you too long on this intro because, as you've seen from the episode length, it's quite lengthy. It's a long one, yeah. it's And we could go longer because they're just that cool. Yeah, great guys. We always enjoy talking to them. Uh, got to meet them at uh, Robot Ruckus. They, you know what? They said Robo Truckus too in there. I appreciate I know. That. I was. I actually was going to ask you about that when I when I came back in from walking the dog. I was like, y- you see that Robo Truckus is, is catching on. Yeah, I did a fist pump there. I was like, yes. Somebody else calls it that too. <laughs> yeah, Lily created a monster there. Next year they're going to have to have like an unofficial shirt that it says Robot Ruckus, but the T's really big, so it looks like Robo Truckus. Yeah, I'm all for that. <laughs> And speaking of swag, we're going to talk to Huge about some of their swag because it's, dare I say, one of the, if not the best out there right yeah, now. Yeah, they got some sweet hats that you can go get yourself if you want. And they now have a website and that we will talk And free stickers. About. Free stickers. Who doesn't love that price? I know, man. Yeah, so without further ado, uh, we will be uh, having a conversation with Peter Lombardo and Jonathan Schultz from Team Huge. What the plan Alrighty, folks, and we are back, and this week, uh, well, I guess it's not a regular episode, but, you know, we just felt like having them on, because they're, they're really cool, we met them in person in Orlando, and what what better, why do we need a reason? Yeah, in honor of the Star Wars episode, we'll get, um, you know, maybe the Han and Chewie of BattleBots, I don't know, but uh, please welcome back Peter and Jonathan from Team Huge, how are you two tonight? Doing good. How are you? Doing pretty huge. How are you? <laughs> great. Yeah, it was it was great running into you guys at uh, Maker Fair slash Robot Ruckus. Uh, we got to see um, huge with a different weapon on there. Uh, I guess the, we'll start off with. Uh, well, talking but, hold about, on. Before you oh, say yeah. anything, I want to say if you guys have any left, your hats are awesome. I got mine, <laughs> and I feel ashamed that I've been wearing it, even though it's signed. But I'm very careful of, <laughs> on where I touch the brim of the hat. Very, it's always I have to take it off with the right hand in the corner of the bill. So we got 
we got like nicer fabric markers for it. I've never bought a fabric marker before, but hopefully it holds up at least for a minute. Uh, it's it's Did, great. We just got a few more hats to to do it because we actually sold out of the first run, which is like insane. So thank you very much. Oh, yeah. No problem. I'm well, looking at yeah, it right now. Buy it. Pretty cool hat. Yeah, it sits on my counter. I don't even put it away. So, oh, uh, well, yeah, I, mean, the- I grabbed some stickers at the Maker Fair. I've been thinking about, I, of course, I haven't done it yet, but trying to make a Christmas ornament to put the eyes on. I think that would be kind of cool, like a little huge sitting on my tree. My dad wants me to cut out a little like huge eye shapes out of UHMW and to put the sticker on it and sell that as an ornament. Nice. I think it could work. It could work. So now when we were at the uh, Robot Ruckus, we got to see, at first we were calling it Thwackbot made with huge parts, but eventually we just got to calling it huge. So, um, well, yeah, we got to calling it Hugh. Hugh, that's right. There was no the H in there. <laughs> so um, <laughs> whose idea was it making it a Thwackbot to take down to Orlando? Um, I think I it's think... just something we'd always talked about because we right. have all the huge parts lying around mm-hmm. forever. And Gabriel was the originator for the wheel idea. So it was, we always knew someday we'd find an excuse to kind of put it back and build our own Gabriel and see how it does. So, you know, we wanted to do Orlando, wanted to test the drive, and I don't think there's a more stressful way to test it than build a Thwackbot. That's... And all it took was just designing a giant sword. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was pretty impressive. And, um, you know, I mean... It's lives up to its name by the way with Thwackbot because that was one of the loudest things I heard all weekend and that was including um you know the uh the blue slash shatter guys so um did a pretty good job there now the I would say the most anticipated fight of the entire weekend was the huge versus mammoth fight was that something that you guys were also had a pretty decent amount of interest in seeing uh, the outcome of yeah we really wanted to see everybody working at Full potential. I don't. It was re- kind of a dud. Yeah. Well, it's, I, it's just building up, so now we can do it at BattleBots for real. And like, but it go sucked. nuts. We lost a side of drive immediately, and they lost to the spinner immediately. So it was just kind of. They lame. lost the spinner in a really cool way, though. They just straight up exploded one of their sprockets. It was cool. Yeah, I have but a piece it was of like one, one of minute sprockets. fifty left, and I see their pieces on the floor, and I'm driving in circles. I'm like, all right. I'm not getting this two minutes back, but neither are the rest of you. <laughs> so so that makes that piece that I have even cooler because after the event, I, we were talking to Ricky, and he's like, hey, yeah, this is a sprocket, and it just blew up. And I'm like, oh, cool. And I just kind of took it. And so I have, <laughs> I have it. In, uh, I have it at my house now. So that makes it even cooler. Yeah, I think we, I'm looking at the duck weapon lock still. <laughs> that we talked about like a year ago on the podcast. Oh, so we also kind of took so <laughs> apparently that's a thing you can just take other people's parts and they just they understand as long as it's a broken part yeah, yeah. there's a, oh yeah it's split in half so there's a lot of stuff laying around at these events i i kept meaning to i had those um those little keychains that said robot ruckus winner there was a giant box of them sitting in front of me when i was calling matches and nobody thought to pass them out during the whole thing. So after a while, I was kind of walking around, giving them to who anybody I saw, like, oh, here, take one. <laughs> yeah, we got one. We, we did? Yeah, they gave, it's on my desk with the, the winner tokens from Battle Oh, cool, Just because cool. they walked up to me at the end, like, here, you want to fight? I was like, yeah, we want to fight. <laughs> 
you want to fight at some point this weekend? I think yeah. Blackburn has a better winner, or Hugh has a better winning percentage than like Huge does. Really? Yeah, it was a yeah. Uh, Two fights, one loss versus like six fights, four, seven fights, four loss, seven wins, four losses. I think that's yeah, probably okay. Pretty comparable. So right around sixty. Like, yeah, I think both yeah. are right around that two thirds. No, Huge needs to win one more fight to match the winning yes. percentage of the glorious robot known as Hugh. Yeah. Which is the best heavyweight we've ever built. It's his, it's his, 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 his calmer I, twin brother. Levels of competition. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Franklin versus Motorama. Yeah. Ah, okay. Well, now, I know in years past, we had heard a lot about like the tomb clones, like all the people that kind of tried to make their own tombstone. I, I didn't see any like straight up uh, copies of Huge, but we I think we are starting to see a little bit of uh, your bot being adopted into others. I know we had um, a Button Lee was another one that had the big wheels. Uh, have you seen any more? I don't even call them impersonators, but inspirations of Huge out there, even at the smaller weight class. I'll call it a ripoff. It's not <laughs> big wheel bots. Big wheel bots. Yeah. It's like I feel like there's ways you can go about it that make it more okay. Like, if you just openly make it, like, yeah, those googly eyes in the front, we're having fun, I want to build a huge. Like, <laughs> cool. Thing. If you're like, look what I came up with, then it's a little uh, a little crankier about that. But I think there's, like, a Beetleweight in Canada. Tommy Wong built one mm-hmm. that I never saw again. Um, Straddle. Straddle, which is Tom Brewster's from Monsoon. He built one. Oh. One of our teammates, Don, yeah. built one. Right around when we added him to the team, which was kind of unrelated, but he just wanted to build a, a huge, so he did. Fair enough. Uh, Captain Jack Spinner. Yeah, there's a the four wheel drive huge in, in <laughs> England. I gotta see that thing. It's he's got like a Facebook page for it. It's all pirate themed, but it's I think just four wheel drive huge. <laughs> I, I think um, he dropped us the other two. Oh, I think it's back to two wheel drive. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, uh, I didn't think Button Lee was a ripoff by any way. It had its own thing going on there. But that oh, was like I yeah. love Button Lee Button Lee's awesome. Because people ask us a lot, like, have you thought about putting the spinners on the outside of the wheels? I'm like, Yes, but this works, so we're not changing it. But he did. Yeah. <laughs> and it also works. Right. He also has a really cool thing for traction. Instead of having tires, he's got little studs on the outer diameter. Like rubber pegs. Yeah. Mm. They seem to weigh nothing, which is better than the fact. Oh, there's a gold huge in China. Uh, oh, I'm seeing that. Hey. Yeah, that's, huge. I think it's like way bigger than our huge, but also I don't think it won any fights. So, <laughs> well, I've got to imagine, <laughs> you know, it, once you get to so big, it just becomes unstable. So, I think you guys have found the happy medium. Yeah, yeah. a lot of it was originally benchmarking Gabriel as like wheel size and whatnot. Yeah, so we borrowed some of the happy medium, but then like. Some of it was happy accident, like the width of it was pretty much just set by how big the motors were and whatnot, and it just was big enough to fit most of the people's between the wheels, so we went with it, and it, it's worked out. So now, um, again, I guess we'll stay on uh, Robot Ruckus a little bit. Were there any bots there? There were some new bots there. Was there anything there that, um, aside from Button Lee we've already talked about, but any bots there that uh, impressed you and caught your eye? Um. So... At Robotruckus, there was one called uh, Krusty Grab, and I've got a sportsman lifter, so I've got a soft spot in my heart for now, lifters. We all know Krusty Grab was just the sidekick to Cheeseburger. Mm. <laughs> yes, so. that is true. That is true. I, hey, sometimes I go for the sideshow. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm just going to... I've just team. been running that joke into the ground since, so... <laughs> we know who the fans were rooting for. 
Let's be real. That's true. But our our original team name was Gold Team Rules. That's from right. That one SpongeO episode. That one moment in that one episode in 1999. <laughs> so anyone else going with the SpongeBob theme names, like I'm, I'm very on board for. Yeah, and, we. Uh, grab is no exception. Yeah, we had uh, um, in the 30 pound. I think we had nautical nonsense from the Deep Six guys. Yep. And I made, I think I made a joke during the, uh, during it, and I think it fell flat because nobody really noticed what I was saying. I said something about. Or it. your mic may have cut out. That could know. have been too. <laughs> That that was a problem we were overcoming all weekend, but it was it was a good time for sure. Uh, definitely good to see uh, so many heavyweights. Um, and but it, sadly, like so when BattleBots comes around, like they, you guys have that huge arena to where, <laughs> like if you get into trouble, you can run away and regroup. With this size arena, that's just not an option. It's also wow. the two minute fights too. Is like it. There, there's no real time for like a traditional like momentum change, so to speak, in a two minute fight because, you know, once you get your stuff figured out to kind of like redo the strategy, the fight's got 20 seconds left and it's over. Like if you're doing two minute fights at BattleBots, we lose to Hypershock, maybe we lose to Bronco, definitely, hmm. um, and Whiplash probably doesn't change. But like it's, it's you know having that extra minute is just a luxury because. At least with us, we're usually pulling a fight out at the last second. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you, you Mammoth gets you slammed into the wall for a minute, and that's half the fight gone, and then you can't turn it back around or anything. That's... Also, if it was a two-minute fight, I think we'd have our batteries tuned a little differently. True. It would be more powerful, Robot. Yeah. Because we had enough battery at Robot Ruckus to do, like, three fights. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't need to charge it. No. <laughs> yeah. And, and then the fight with I... Mammoth when one side died... And I was like, oh, hey, the battery didn't die. Uh, <laughs> that side's still ready to go. Yeah. Pack yeah. it up. Yeah, I, um, I mean, I, I did love seeing that fight. It was, you know, in that arena, it did kind of look like two people fighting in a phone booth. But <laughs> it's, you know, I mean, again, all credit to Lily. Um, that, you know, the arena held up nicely until right until the end, of course. But, um, you know, I mean, I thought it was a little bigger this year anyway. But uh, is it an event that you might uh, revisit again next season? We're definitely talking about it because it was a lot of fun too. Just the whole team's distributed, so having an excuse to get together besides at BattleBots is pretty cool. It's good to see everybody again. Um, but yeah, like Hugh, it was very nice to have the testing. The event was a lot of fun. Um, I look forward to if they make some arena changes to not have the panels pop out. That was a little spooky, but otherwise, like I enjoyed all of it. It was cool. spooky. Yeah, well, also, I've... maybe have spectators sit a little further back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we... That panel that popped out, but also they all deflected about six to eight inches on big hits. Yeah, but Gref versus Mammoth was cool. Oh my matter. god, that it was worth it. It doesn't matter if the whole arena moved a few inches. <laughs> no. <laughs> you guys can't see the look on Cam's face, but it's hilarious because that's one of the fights he missed when he was doing the panel. <laughs> oh no. That was one of the. Sorry, yeah, that was one of the best fights I've ever seen. Battle Pots or not Battle Pots. Yeah, that was really good. just the level of hype of that fight. Um, but luckily, there is at least five videos of it on YouTube from every angle. Yeah. So if you play all of them at the same time on max volume, you get a really good picture of how loud. And, <laughs> and if you and go through their official feed, you can hear me just sitting there going, "Oh, oh, oh." <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, making just some real stupid noises. I was completely on the other side of the building, and not only was I hearing the hits, I was hearing the crowd. And I think I was like mid sentence in the panel, and I was like, I kind of muttered under my breath. I was like, "God damn it!" <laughs> just <laughs> had to keep going. But yeah, that's why I was. I was like, "No, you guys can do the panels. It's cool." And then of course I finally go over there and step away. And I think you can possibly even hear it in the recording. Like you hear the crowd cheering, and I'm like, "Oh God, what did I miss?" And I think, um, uh, like Charles Wan, like right after that disappeared. Like I gotta go. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, but um, so that was whatever I mean, that is, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I, I got back over there, and people are just like, "Did you see the fight?" No. Oh man! Like every last person, like oh man! But oh yeah, know. he walked over, and I just go, "Dude, dude." <laughs> but I was, I was glad everybody got a good show, though. So I was, I was appreciative of that. Yeah. So you know, I mean, because I've. The second year we've done it, and it got even bigger this season, and you know, it looked like it was a good success. So I hope to see it continue, and hopefully, we can keep going. So I use the phrase sometimes of like a statement fight, like a fight where your robot does everything you wanted it to do. Like mm-hmm. Kraken versus Red Devil last year, like Kraken had been struggling the whole time, and then it just goes in and just wrecks Red Devil, and that was like the last day of filming, subbed in at the last second. And it's like, oh, my God, that's how Kraken's supposed to work, and it's amazing. Yeah. Seeing Mammoth just chucking Gruff in the beginning of that fight, even though it broke later, was like the statement fight of New Mammoth of just like, oh, my God, if that can deliver on that for a whole season, it's going to be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was jumping four feet in the air every time it threw something. It was chucking Gruff against the glass. It was, like, ridiculous. So... I just love when you see like that first glimpse of like that's how it's supposed to work. Oh my god, that's the coolest thing! Yeah, and I think that Ruckus is a good place to do that because there's just so many new, you know, new weird stuff. Yeah, and uh, you know, Ricky and Mammoth they kind of made their name for themselves last season at Maker Fair because that was the debut of Mammoth, and it was still oh, yeah, they had the one fight where they threw someone in the glass. I remember, yeah, it was uh, you go nowhere, and yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure it was. was yeah, it was like the big yellow, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dino. like a wheelbarrow upside down. Yeah, yeah. They were back this year. I remember the Hypershock hit them with the saws. Oh, God. but like at Hypershock weapon speeds, I'm like, this is insane. <laughs> this is not good. Yeah, I was kind of wondering. They had their they had their weapon out there. I was like, is this safe? Should we be doing this? But yeah, I guess they I had it. For Hugh was uh, finding if you go on eBay and look up sawmill saws, <laughs> you can find a 36 inch saw blade. <laughs> and it's way cheaper than the rest of the robot. <laughs> Have you thought about doing that for a fight? Strongly. <laughs> but we just we were looking at it like, all right, this might be within the rules. Do I want to stand next to this? Yeah. No. <laughs> it's very true. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean it's I don't know. Yeah, it's getting the kids back was one thing I was a little because I, I had been on the glass the year before that and had the abs the ever loving shit scared out of me I think by you go nowhere smashing into it because I was turned ha- I was kind of half looking when that happened and I, I never looked away from the arena again after that I'll say that no never 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 I, 250 pounds is a lot of weight and it's a lot even more at 15 miles an hour I use linebacker a lot because that's like a linebacker weight and a linebacker speed. Right. Of just a linebacker sprinting at you and lowering his shoulder, but his shoulder is made of steel. (laughs) That's just a robot ramming, 
before you get to like weapons and stuff. And it seems to contextualize it pretty well with people of like, these are absurd. Not to be trifled with. No. Yeah, I, that was the thing last year that I was just overwhelmed by is you, you kind of take it for granted when you say like, oh, this robot can't hold up to anything. And then you see these collisions head on and you wonder how any of these ever make it out of the first minute because they're just so violent. <laughs> and so it, it gives you a definite appreciation. I've told anybody, somebody posted on Reddit the other day, they went to an event in West Palm and met a couple of people. And I'm like, you got to drive up to Orlando next year, dude. Like it's, it's worth it. It's absolutely worth it to see. I mean, and yeah. now there's not a ton of places you can see heavyweights. So yeah, anybody I suggest if you're in the Southeast and you like robot combat, Get your butt down to Orlando next year and watch this thing. And you never know with robot events, you know? Like, there was always one at New York City Maker Fair every year until the Maker Fair shut down, and now it's gone, you know? You never know how long you're going to have it, and if you can see heavyweights, go see heavyweights. Because I used to be in the camp of, like, ah, you could just zoom in on featherweights and film it and put it on TV, it's the same. But there's, like, something about heavyweights. You know, with the weight and the size and the sound of it, it's like, there really is nothing like it. No. Especially in person. No. Especially in person. God. If they could package that in person feeling and put that on TV. Yeah. I mean, that's. Some, oh. There'd be 30, so million, 30 million people. Like, yeah. It's so absurd. Now, with. Although, like, the well, same could be said for, like, NASCAR or football. I've been to NASCAR in person. It's cool, but it's not a jump cool, like, to the same level that BattleBots is. Okay. Like, it, I wish people could see how loud NASCAR is. Right. Yeah. Uh, like but the Battle visceral Boss is, feeling of it in your yeah. chest. But Battle Boss is just as loud, like in your yeah. chest, especially when the spinners are hitting and stuff. Like, well, it's like I can it's see it. why Chris and Kenny on the show they get so excited because it's. I mean, it's right there in front of them. Like we were calling matches for Maker Fair or the Robot Ruckus oh, yeah. at the Maker Fair, and it, I mean, it's like you're right there in it, and it. I mean, it's even more exciting. Yeah, I'd never until I went to Ruckus because at Battle Bots, you're just kind of off in the pits doing stuff. I'd never actually stood next to the arena while heavyweights fought, besides when I'm fighting. Yeah. And when I'm fighting, I'm all, like, wigged out on adrenaline. So I don't remember any of it. Yeah. <laughs> it feels different. <laughs> <laughs> and otherwise, we're always, like, off in the pits or up, up in the stands or something. But, like, standing right there, it was something. Yeah, that's but, interesting. I didn't know. Um, I didn't. I mean, I figured sometimes maybe you guys, like, kind of, you know, scrambled out of the pits to watch some fights but i know a, a lot of times they said you guys will just kind of crowd around the couch that they show the tvs at but yeah, yeah. most of the time it's at the tvs yeah. i think for like the finals they'll bring us out because they wanted to film the the group reacting but i don't think that ever made it to air i don't think they aired i didn't see that either but yeah if it can impress john, yeah. yeah if it can impress peter and jonathan then it can impress anybody else that happens to show up there, so <laughs> again i suggest you come out um all right, I guess we can pivot to that in the battle bots now because, like I said, last we talked to you, we had um, we were covering the Gigabyte fight, um, you know, another good victory out of you guys. Um, I think, we- and another opportunity to see when your bot does exactly what you want it to do. Yes, yeah, that was. <laughs> I swear we can't keep getting away with it. <laughs> now, um, <laughs> that's. I, you know, at, th- at this point, you know, it's kind of seems like when we talked to you last year, everything was sort of unexpected, the success you guys had. Has it changed a bit? Are you now kind of coming out there every match expecting to win? Not really, because at least <laughs> at the time, the robot was still having a lot of, tro- of problems. 
Like we blew up two weapon motors against Gigabyte, right? Yeah, yeah. Like the, the Gigabyte fight, the wheels cost us a thousand dollars to make before the fight, and the motors cost us a thousand dollars to replace after they got annihilated during the fight. Mm. Just because all the hits upwards were like so much force that all the magnets exploded. Um, it's a miracle they were still running at the end of the fight. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's just momentum. And and like, you know. It's it's hard to have confidence in it when it's like that was a great win. Good job, everybody. Fix it. <laughs> Everything broke. <laughs> um, and like the batteries almost died versus Jasper. Like if we'd hit them again and kept you know say they turned back on or whatever. Like at the end of that fight, we had thirty percent left in the weapon batteries, so we probably would have run out after about thirty more seconds. Yeah. And then like okay, Jasper killed Huge's weapon. Suddenly it's a very different you know fight. Even if it's just the batteries dying, like Jasper is designed to take hits. Yeah, so. I can see that. It it was, you know, it was a good defensive bot. I will give him that. So it's like four inches thick of plastic. It's really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, the whole frame was plastic. I think they're the only unibody plastic. I don't think it's unibody. Or not unibody, but like full plastic yeah. robot, which is cool. I don't think it took too much damage. It just no. like the link fell out or something. Oh. So it's really cool in person too, because it's all like really rough water jet cut. I think it's like two inch plastic. Yeah, and it's really yeah. cool. Yeah, but I think they sold it now, so I don't. Yeah, no, ever see so it again. it's somebody else's now. But uh, huh? So somebody been... else's problem. <laughs> <laughs> now you guys have a pretty interesting design. Obviously, what do you guys think about some of the attachments that are trying? You know, that people are attempting to add on to their bot to. Uh, kind of combat huge a little bit because i know so after gigabyte then you went on to fight hypershock and bronco in the in the round robin and hypershock uh, yeah yeah so we got so we got some rakes and a banana on a stick basically so (laughs) (laughs) the wizard hat (laughs) there you go uh i don't know because it's you got to figure that someone's going to figure it out someday the wizard like, hat caught us by surprise. Yeah, it did. That was not what I was expecting at all. Yeah. Um, in some ways, it worked. It's hard to tell what the original strategy was. I think it was just to keep us from running over the top. Yeah. Uh, but it was working. It's just like there's more to it than just you know keeping us from running over the top because we still got the bar going and stuff. Yeah. It it but seemed like a the hypershock rakes worked like crazy. Those were good. Until they weren't. Until they weren't. Well, do you That's like? Do you tough. kind of Whatever. revel in the fact when they like backfire? Like his his rake ended up getting stuck in his weapon. Yeah, that was that was wonderful. I own the rake now. I have it on the chair. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> he gave it to me signed after the fight. I was like, this is the this is the cherished one. Uh, I I like it. Like with Sub Zero, you know, we ripped the arms off, and with Bronco, we ripped some of the top armor off, and with Hypershock, we ripped the rakes off, and. You know, in all three of those cases, we didn't rip a lot more off the robots yeah. than the stuff they kind of gave us. So I appreciate that we have it to rip off. Um, but, you know, all it takes is someone who devotes the weight to it from the start or something to make it right. tough enough. And then, you know, we're up a we're, we're up in a situation because we and don't really have a lot of pl- other plans. So we have of, a stronger weapon, I think. Yeah. Um, a lot of the strength of design comes from planning. And when you try and improvise something on the spot, it sometimes turns around and bites you. Mm-hmm. Okay, because yeah, that was kind of the question I was leading to: is it, 
in BattleBots, do you have enough time from when they announce the fight to you know when the fight starts to really make some kind of major adjustment like that, or is it just sort of like you have to hope to get lucky? Well, like with the Gigabyte fight, we knew the fight, we knew the dimensions, we made the wheels, but that was like a solid six to eight hours of CAD, FEA, will this work? Yeah, just debate, like mm. just yell of <laughs> should we do this? And then another eight hours of knowing that it won't work and we just cost ourselves a fight. Yeah, and then it worked. And then it worked, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, I think, because Jasper was session five and Gigabyte was nine, so we had two whole days Okay, from Jasper to Gigabyte. So that was the turnaround time, pretty much, of getting all that stuff. Did we know set. that? Uh, we found out like the night after Jasper. So actually, probably more like a day. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, yeah. So it was um, it was quick, but it's also I think one of the benefits of huge in that we can design any wheel and throw it on. Mm-hmm. Whereas, say you're trying to you know bolt an attachment to the top of your robot like Bronco did or something. Yeah. Like if that's not something that's built in and planned from the start, then I doubt it's going to get attached strong enough to actually withstand a weapon. Yeah. That's always the thing just, I worry about with these is just, if it's not in part of the, uh, in, you know, initial design that it's kind of set up for failure. Some of these, sometimes it works though. I agree. Well, we, we pretty much have a rule against dumb, like bright ideas in the pits. <laughs> Because we've tried a few, and I, I as, I've been guilty of it, of bolting random junk to my robot because I get nervous. And it, it's never worked out correctly. And so we just try not to do it, and that's why we did so much debate for the Gigabyte wheels of just like... Like, it was literally one of the questions we were asking ourselves was like, is this a dumb pits idea? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's, you know, it's like we were just going to go with the, the original plan. Like we have a notebook of the wheel and bar strategy for every opponent. And for Gigabyte, it was the Son of Rayashi strategy. And we're standing there looking at the like shattered wheel. Like, all right, guys. <laughs> yeah, this might not have been the one. <laughs> okay, now that just opened up a whole – the book. How big is this book? I want to know about this now. <laughs> oh, um, it was only a few pages in it. So I had a notebook for – my job and from the front forwards i'm like doing my job you're a professional engineer yeah and uh, from the farthest end page back towards the front i'm a professional battlebots builder (laughs) and that's where all the doodles and the ideas are so there was one day where i just like started like listing because it was in my head and then you know we saved like the last hard few of them and did it as a team of just like make a make a list and mm-hmm. so we've, you know, now that book has like three pages of notes of things we want to change for next year in it. And, okay. and yeah, it, it gets used a lot. All right. I, I just didn't know if this was like a war book where you have like, where you have something written down that just says shatter and then like a paragraph about what you would do to like, if you had to, you know, a match against them or something like that. That's what I kind of thought. Maybe this was like a slam book for battle bots or something. <laughs> we don't have too much. We do a lot of it in the pits though. Like, the Jasper fight was a good um, case of that where we're standing in line and either it was either you or Garrett or Peter or Garrett pointed out that Jasper has these like side guards for the wheels and they have the giant front wedge. And then there's just a hole in the middle and you can see straight into the wheel. Hmm. And we'd had all these plans of what we were going to do. And we're just like, wait, (laughs) hit it there. (laughs) 
and um, I hit it there twice, and it died. So nice. <laughs> I don't think we scratched the wedge in the fight, just because I was trying to go around it. So it's yeah. like some of that stuff. And same with the Gigabyte. You know, I wrote it all in the pits practically. I think just seeing the robots in person gives you kind of a a better picture than what most of the like fight footage is gonna show you. Yeah. So. All right. I just didn't know. It, it, this. <laughs> yeah, they close your eyes and drive. <laughs> most <laughs> it, of it goes out the window. Okay. Yeah, I just at this point, if you guys think we have to adapt against uh, you know other robots, or do you think they have to adapt to us? It's kind of, or is this a little both? A lot of it's, I think, trying to predict where they'll go. Like we know most can't do much about it, but we figure a few will, which is why we're trying to like have a much stronger weapon and a few other ideas that are not totally going to just spew. Fair <laughs> but enough. like, there's. Oh, come on. Nobody listens to I think to we this. know where people go, and we kind of know what's worked against huge and, and trying to, like, head that off before it gets too bad, basically. So, wait. We shouldn't be leaking uh, the idea for all iron sides? Oh, what? Oh, what? <laughs> Wheels made of steel? What? Yes. Yeah. Eighth-inch thick? What? We have... We, wait, you're going to put spinners on it? <laughs> everywhere? <laughs> we had... Um, we brought it this year, but we never used it. And I'm, I'm pretty comfortable saying it's a dead idea. Yes, yeah, it's, it's never okay. going to happen. Uh, but the, the weight difference between the 2018 wheels and the 2019 wheels was enough to completely sheathe the 2018 wheels in steel. Thin steel. Wow. But we bought it and brought it to, to huh. put on the 2018 wheels and coat them in steel in case for whatever reason we needed to use them or something. And we just... I don't think there was there was no one on the list in that book for which we said the really thin wheels but covered in steel what could go wrong. <laughs> I mean I kind of want to see it but at the same time I I I understand not pulling out that experiment in the middle of battle bots. Right. Yeah. It was it was a tough one to just be like yeah this will work <laughs> what could go wrong but also I want to see it I just don't want to do all the work to actually put the steel on the wheels. Remember when we were talking about like no clever ideas in the pits? This was a planned out dumb idea in the pits that we like had advance notice to buy steel for. And still weren't comfortable with. Yeah. So to answer your original question, the confidence is fleeting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. All right. Now, I guess we'll fast forward ahead to the uh, tournament here when we uh, – the match against Whiplash. Now, we, yeah. we talked to uh, – let's see – who did we talk to on Whiplash? The parents. Yeah. Not yeah, Matt, they, but uh, oh. yeah. Um, and now, watching parents. the fight, too, we were kind of... I thought maybe you guys won. If you'd have put a gun to my head, I was like, I think Huge won that. I know. I totally thought you guys got ripped off. I wasn't... Ooh, not going to lie. <laughs> getting spicy here. Yeah, <laughs> but... Um, well, no, you guys can... I mean, I can say whatever I want. I don't have a fighting robot. Yeah, I mean, we heard <laughs> we heard from I'm them. Just a, I'm just an idiot with a computer. And, you know, they were diplomatic about it. They just said, yeah, we did some things that we, you know, the judges would score for. And we talked to, uh, you know, Lilith from the Maker Fair. She's judged a lot of events. So she kind of told us, you know, why Whiplash won that fight and so on. How did you guys feel about that? I mean, you sort of seem like, okay, we don't have to fight Tombstone? Darn, but... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind another year prepping for that fight because I assume we're going to get it at some point. Yeah, eventually. You know, keep coming back enough years and everyone gets it. But that's true. I, I'll share my thoughts. You can share yours. I'll go next. One. Yeah. Um, my thoughts on it are, they, 
their fight, the fight they wanted to have, and how they wanted to fight Hugh was a lot closer to the reality of what happened than the fight we wanted to have. Okay. Like they, they had their strategy perfect. They did it perfect. It was exactly what they wanted to happen. Whereas for us, it did not go according to plan at all. I wanted them like spewed across the floor because I'm a spinner, so that's how it worked. Um, so I, I think they won the fight. I would say fair and square because they, you know, held us, controlled us. They were more aggressive. If you held a gun to my head and you said, was huge aggressive at all in that fight? Does it deserve even but one aggression point? We did a lot of damage. I think we deserved at least one aggression point. Yeah. And in reserving that, you know, no aggression points scored whatsoever for something like, you know, Rotator versus Blacksmiths, where Rotator had one wheel for the whole fight, so it couldn't really move. Yeah. Like, that, to me, is, like, fully immobile. Mm-hmm. No aggression. We were coming out and going back. Like, I, I think we were aggressive, but... Um, it's one of those things where I know they're expanding the judging criteria for next year. There's more mm. points at play. And I think that this is one of the best fights for that because it would give them a little bit more granularity on, you know, was huge aggressive, but was it aggressive enough rather than the way the score worked out now, which is like, yeah, huge wasn't aggressive at all. And it's like, excuse me, I worked very hard <laughs> to hit one wheel. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, and like, I really didn't cheat very much with it. But... You got the spinner out. Oh, yeah, I did get the spinner out. Like a, Yeah. like Actually, you hit the weapon pulley. Oh, yeah. I did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, I did the huge thing. Yeah. Like, you know, it's it's tough. I, I As the fight ended, both teams went over to each other, and we both fully agreed. I have no idea who won that fight. It was awesome. Good luck. Like, yeah. It, it was not the fight I wanted to have, and it was as close of a fight as I've ever been in. And so, you know, you can't be mad when you leave it up to the judges. I, I, I'm a spinner. We brought the right weapon to BattleBots. We're, they were there to get knock people out. So, you know, if we didn't do that, then we've already screwed up. And we'll get them next time. If that's, <laughs> you know, if that's the best we got, I think that we can, you know, up our game on spinnering Whiplash a lot better than any lifter can up their game on liftering huge. Maybe that's so, the uh, fight they open with next year. I would like it. Huge versus Bite Force would be cool too. If that I want to, you know, just go. Oh, for I want to see that so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh. right, so, Paul uh, and Amelia would like to know your location. Yeah. <laughs> but so I don't know. Do you have any other thoughts on yeah, that? Yeah, Peter. Or? What were your I, two cents like, on this? Yeah. So it's a tough one because it's, it's very it's, tough. I don't envy the judges. No, oh my God, no. You can. I don't either. By the way, after Maker Fair. <laughs> oh yeah, really? You got to be. Um. You can justify it however way you'd like with criteria, but just from sitting there watching it, it kind of felt like we lost the momentum really quick and never truly got it back. Yeah, we did all that damage really early. Okay. Um, which could be... That's part so, of it. Like, if you win the last 10 seconds of the fight... It helps, yeah. It, yeah. it looks good. <laughs> but just personally, I was there probably 30 seconds in, like, oh, shit, this mm. is the end. That's the end of the run. For me, it was when the... You know how they have the lights go off when the kill saws come on? Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's like, when you're fighting, when you're there fighting, and you think, like, all right, I'm just going to do this, and then we're going to get him. Like, you, you're always, like, picturing in your head how, like, you know, the, here's my grand plan, and here's how it's going to go next. And it's not really that deep, but it's like, you just know what you kind of are going for. And I saw the lights come on, and the, the saws pop up, and I was like, it's too late. Mm. Right. Like, we... 
like, oh, man, I'm out of time. And, you know, I, I think I got a few more good hits in after that. You did, you yeah. did. But, like, it's just... But the momentum wasn't there. Right. And we're not a fight that can knock someone out in, like, two amazing hits, generally. Yeah. R.I.P. Gigabyte. Um, <laughs> but normally, we have to chew on people for a while. And without a lot of damage done to Whiplash, like, early... I don't. There's not a lot of opponents that we can just like wreck in ten seconds. Yeah. Yeah. At, at the end of the fight, um, trying to change that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love to be the flying tombstone, or you know, just like a nightmare esque amount of power in huge. That'd be awesome. But yeah. you know, baby okay. steps. Now, when the fight nightmare does power and maneuverability of the bite force. Yeah, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you, when, when the fight does go to the judging scorecards, do you think that there's, like, an inherent disadvantage with huge in the control category? Because you're fighting with these say, two big yeah. wheels. Okay. I would say yes. It's just, it's part of the trade-off. Like, yeah. you know, because we're indestructible. Mm-hmm. I'll trade the two control points to always get the three damage points. Okay. Because I didn't like, know if, I mean, if it, your bot fighting against like a four-wheel drive like an rc car bot are they always going to win control and and in the same sense you driving with this you know this big massive thing on two wheels can you not demonstrate control even with a more you know difficult machine to control and possibly earn one of those points or i don't see really how much control you can do if you can't push somebody around yeah they do count that a lot yeah, and they count. You know, when you're against like a whiplash who wants to hold you, me running away loses aggression points. Like, what am I supposed to do? Wedge it back? <laughs> you like, you're not getting in under anybody. Yeah, I don't know. I have, I take pride in control in like odd little ways of like, um, you know, avoiding the wedge on Jasper and hitting around the edge. Um, if you watch the Bronco fight, I hit the same spot on Bronco like five times. Yeah. That, to me, is control. But to them, in the traditional sense of what control is, they want Sableys running someone into the wall at 25. That's control. Not, like, huge pivoting in place, but he did a good job at it. That's... I guess it doesn't fit with the the normal picture of, like, a control bot is. So To me, that's more... Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if there's always going to be, like, that bias against that bot. Just kind of, like... Maybe a, a duck not winning damage points a lot of times because they don't have like a major primary weapon. So I didn't know if that's just something that you guys will have to continue to overcome. But hopefully, if they're expanding the judging points, then maybe it won't be this like all or nothing kind of ordeal where you just lose all the points if you, you know, even if it's a 51 to 49 essentially vote on, okay, this team had a little more control, so they get both points. Yeah, and I think more points in the criteria is going to help with that. It might make it a little muddier in general, mm-hmm. but for those really close ones, it'll potentially sway it one way or the other. It'll give the credit where it's due a little bit, too. Yeah. It's like it's tough saying, like, yeah, you earned, like, no points. Yeah. Versus, yeah, one, two, yeah. like, something. Yeah. Here's a pot on the back. Good try. You know. Get your pog next time. Yeah. Now, with all that said, having judged some fights at Maker Fair, oh, yeah, we I did. can't oh, imagine so how they're going to do all that scoring. I, I could barely pick a winner sometimes. So I, you They know. have more time. They do have more time, and they can watch a replay also if they want to. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, we did not have is... that luxury. No. no. <laughs> all right, next fight anyways. They want <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
<laughs> or someone texts me during the match, and I'm like, oh, yeah, the match. Okay, <laughs> what's going on here? <laughs> right, but, don't, don't kid yourself. You didn't get a text in there. There was no service. <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing. <laughs> Every now and again, something would switch. To, like, my wife is like, you're on Twitch right now. Like, what? Huh? Okay, sure. But, <laughs> okay. All right. So um, I guess yeah. going no, into next. You want to fix by just going for knockouts pretty much, like just trying to get. Yeah. Understood. That's the big thing is, is we didn't split this year, so now we're free to kind of work on other <laughs> robotier things. And and we've always had kind of a weaker spinner than a lot of the other people in the field. Mm-hmm. And we just do a lot of damage because we're going to hit you 15 times. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if it spins up faster and hits harder, then 15 hits is 15 hits. But if they all wor- are worth more, we might be scoring some more knockouts just because we're usually on the cusp of it. Like Bronco was dead at the end. Gigabyte was dead at the end. You know, do that 30 seconds earlier, and those are knockouts. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about the judges if they don't get a choice. True. Do them 20 seconds earlier. Yeah, that's all it takes. Yeah. Hypershock. (laughs) They were counted out with, like, 257. You know? I'll take it. It's a knockout. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, knockout's a knockout on this. Now, we know the results of the tournament. Uh, who who would you guys say was, you know, obviously you guys were pretty impressive this year making the tournament for the second year in a row. Uh, what are some of the other robots that impressed you this year? There was a lot kind of up and down. Like some of them, you know, Gruff was not really a threat of making the tournament, I think, by the end. I think they were like one and three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But just watching the Gruff fights, like you Always left every single Gruff loss thinking, what if? Yeah. Because it was so close. They left nothing on the table. Absolutely. No. And that was like, damn, that is like strong dark horse for next year. Sort of few things, you know, and it's like a killer. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't have a gruff plan that's good. <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. So. Hey, man, we lifted Jasper with the wheel. We did lift Jasper with the wheel. Get him tangled and throw him. Yeah. I don't want that flamethrower on the wheel. So. <laughs> no. <laughs> like. Yeah, Rip you know, that lungs. that was one of the ones who I was impressed with a lot. As for tournament side, you know, people making the top 16, um, I was happy to see Quantum there. Sucks that Valkyrie had to go out, but at least it was a cool fight. Yeah. Uh, and just Quantum doing so well in there, like BattleBots debut. Um, mm. And then just you, Witch Doctor has like a massive improvement over, I mean, they weren't bad in 2018, but like, Sending Gigabyte practically to the roof and stuff, like that was just unheard of. And that yeah. was pretty insane. Yeah, they really made a leap this season. Big time. Yeah. And they stopped bursting into flames, which is yeah. also <laughs> I smoked a few times, but But yeah. They, they did they had it figured yeah. out by the end, I think. They, yeah, they, they learned they, the the brushed mo- uh, voodoo magic. Yeah, they learned some of the voodoo. <laughs> just kind of the thing. Right. <laughs> so we've so we've got um you know, the cool shirts that you guys have. Uh, we got some stickers at Maker Fair. And uh, you've got the hat now, too, that I'm actually yeah. looking at. Is there any other proposed swag for next season that you guys have been, uh, you know, like thinking about? Uh, I will say first, the stickers, um, we have it up on our website, which we also have now. Um, an address that if you send an envelope to it, we will fill it with stickers and send it back to you. So... If anyone who's listening wants some stickers, go to that. What not the, like fill, fill. You can fill. probably fit like 70 or 80 so, stickers in there. But yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but you're probably getting more like three or four. Uh, but so we um, we have a P.O. box. If you send a letter to it with another envelope inside, a self-addressed stamped envelope, we will put stickers in it and mail it back. So 
free nice. stickers for anybody who wants them. So that's a thing. Um, otherwise, the thing that I've been thinking of is is uh, we instead of making like ten eyes for the season, we'd make like a hundred, and then mm-hmm. like mount them on a little piece of wood, like paint them and mount them, and it's like bam, here's your own huge eyes. I figure we could do be. the the big metal ones, but then also smaller metal ones. Yeah, we definitely could because like the big metal ones are like big, so and, that'd be yeah. kind of a hard. You're running into shipping concerns with those. That's a good point, too. <laughs> true. They're big enough that they'll just fold if you put them in an envelope. That's also very true. Yeah. I hadn't really thought too far about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But my... it's, um, we actually, you know, Wayachi makes them every year. They make the eyes. So they're the, the shop that makes them. And, um, you know, they have fun with them. I've seen some photos of uh, Terry Ewer and some of the, the kids, <laughs> like, holding the eyes up or, like, their eyes on Hydra. <laughs> so I think it could be fu- a fun thing to be able to sell the metal eyes and have people kind of do what they want with them. Man, that was going to be my question. Have they ever put it on, you know, that little front ramp of Sunawayachi? That's probably pretty terrifying looking. <laughs> right. Now it's angry. <laughs> like, I've been happy this whole time. <laughs> Now he made it angry. <laughs> so we did, there's photos somewhere on Instagram when we did an event in Hartford of just like showing off the robots. Like a lot of people who are local didn't want to go up to Boston, New York. So we finally did a local one. And it was just free. We had pizza. It was the BattleBots pizza party. That's right. And, you know, it was a long day. So we ended up just screwing around by the end. And the Valkyrie or Valkyrie fits huge eyes perfectly. Yeah, they do. And they look great. <laughs> I saw some of those too. Yeah, they did really look good. That was probably the best it, ones. That is almost yeah, a natural fit. The, the the ribot um, frog on top of Shatter was also like <laughs> yes, close second. That was just excellent. So I say next year you you just bring a bunch of eyes there and just see how many robots you can get them on in on the in the fights. I will bribe people. You can keep them. <laughs> So we actually, one of the supporter fights is going to be Nelly. And um, after after it got its face ripped off a few times, I think they were calling it Zombie Nelly. I heard Meth Nelly get thrown around. Oh, nice. <laughs> zombie um, Nelly. Yeah, Zombie Nelly. Um, but it had uh, one huge eye on it, like flat, and one bloodshot googly eye. And I think they fought a shell shock with that. Oh, that is great. It, it looked amazing. I think they put a picture up. But that'll go up to supporters at some point, And then the rest of the world at some other point. But it was like, was good. it looked incredible. It looked like you, you saw everything that Nelly had been through to that point. And it had been to hell and back. And it was just great. I'll have to, I'll have to do a deep dive through like Sarah's Facebook page or yeah, Nelly and see if I can find those pictures. Because, yeah, anytime with those faces. Um, so now there's a lot of teams up in the Northeast area right now. And you just said, you know, you guys had that pizza party. Who's the king and or queen of Boston right now as far as BattleBots is concerned? Oh, you can answer these questions in different ways depending where you, you draw the arbitrary lines in the sand. We're the kings of Connecticut. Got that going for us. Um, I mean, Sawblaze and Jameson, they get the farthest every year of the Boston teams. Okay. He's always, you know, the the last two years, he's been one round ahead of us each time. So he's the kind of like, all right, we've got to beat him to be the best Northeast team. Um, otherwise, of, of people, uh, the Valkyrie team is the one that's pulling a lot of strings a lot. Mm, yeah. Like, they, you know, they were part of um, meeting David and kind of spinning Ribot into life. Yeah. Um, 
they were part of getting us into the show originally of just like, you know, BattleBots asked them, what are you submitting? And they said, hey, we have this idea for Valkyrie. And also our friends here have huge. You should look at them. So they're they're kind of the kingmakers a little bit behind the scenes up here. And uh, so it's, it's kind nice. of, you know, it depends how you're drawing the lines. But Sable's in the arena, but maybe Valkyrie out of the arena. Okay. Yeah. I want to say I, I asked a couple of questions of Jameson, I want to say. And... Yeah, I think he said he was the best at video games, but that Jonathan was the best at uh, like bar trivia. I am oh my god! Trivia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he oh, said I won't he, remember your name, but I'm going to remember the flag. Of <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, or I was, especially when it comes to BattleBot stuff is, um, and I feel bad because David Jin was running over to me this year. I'm like, I'm fighting so and so. What do I do? And my advice wasn't always helpful. <laughs> um, but you, I, I've just watched all the fights that ever happened as much as I can, and so I generally have some knowledge base to draw on and say, okay, this thing worked that one time, so let's do that, or you should try that, and uh, yeah, try and you know, there's it's like football. There's footage out there, and there's a lot to learn from watching it. So if you're fighting someone, go watch it, and and you might learn some things. I watched every original scene vertical spinner fight I could find before we fought free shipping because I figured I might learn something. Yeah. And I watched every chomp fight before we fought chop. And yeah, you know, it's just, you don't have a whole hell of a lot to go on. So you might as well take the knowledge that they've put out there for you. I think we went even further. Like we watched uh, fights from the judge when we were going to, yeah. Go oh, okay. Just figuring out like, what can this do? You know, yeah. Yeah. like so the no- answer was, Probably have run through our like at that point we were running sixteenth um, inch titanium armor over like a very thin skeletony frame for twenty eighteen. Mm. So I have no doubt in my mind that if Chomp hit it, it would have gone in up to the wrist. If they got a good hit, they would have punctured a battery. But no doubt, the yeah. angles meant that I don't think they could have. Right, I, I think it was a tough one for them. Yeah, um, it, it did look like there. I'm glad we didn't find out. I am thrilled we didn't learn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So now we, we talk, you talked about watching some of the fights. Um, the Facebook supporting page, uh, are there some – I know some people kind of s- tend to think if it's not on uh, Discovery, it's not a good fight. Are there, are there some good fights? <coughs> will there be some good channel. fights on the uh, – <coughs> and the science. But are there some good fights on the Facebook supporter page? There's been a few. I mean I think they've got like 20 up right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's some – there are some stinkers. Like there are some bad <laughs> fights yeah. up there. You know, two robots head out, clunk, clunk, and one dies. Um, some of the best fights so far was uh, P1 versus the Four Horsemen versus Extinguisher. <laughs> okay, was astounding. Oh yeah, that is one of my favorite fights of all time. Um, I wouldn't have called it like the best BattleBots fight that you should show people if you want to show them what BattleBots is. Um, but in terms of just like a beautiful disaster, mess all over the place, fantastic. Um, Endgame versus Duck was just a really good fight. That is a yes. good fight to show someone if you want them to see what BattleBots is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Endgame was working at like top notch, and Duck never doesn't work at top notch. So yeah. you know, doing its Duck thing, so it was just them going at it. Um, you get to see early Deep Six, which, as they say in the show, it did fall over. But it was cool yeah. before it fell over. Um, <laughs> and then otherwise, I think it's just kind of cool to see uh, a few robots that didn't really get a chance to do much 
um, before, like on the show, but did have a variety of fights. Like the four horsemen are on there. Mm-hmm. They won a handful of fights this year. Yeah. And they never made it on the show. The whole season of Battle Saw and Double Jeopardy and that was only on the supporter page. And, mm-hmm. you know, good or bad, at least the fights are up there and they exist and you get to see robots at the show just ignored. Yeah, I mean, um, if you're a fan, you kind of... I, I will um, say Sub-Zero versus the Four Horsemen ex- <laughs> exists. Uh, and I'll put that on the list, too. That's a good fight. All right. So I, that's a really good one that's worth watching. I had taken Sub-Zero for granted. They looked pretty good at uh, Robot Rockets, too. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a lot of work to it. I think it was a pretty rushed build right before the season, so they were still kind of working out stuff. And then Cobalt just kind of went and... Yeah. Okay, I think we got it working. Rip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So... That probably ended this they, uh, season. But yeah, I mean, I was shocked that Endgame versus Duck would be on there. I think that was one of the fights that they would lead off a Friday night with on uh, Discovery Channel. So, yeah. It's well, like- that's what's with the supporter stuff, because I think some of the fights are, um, like, Black Dragon and Scorpios is a fight that's up there. And I'm pretty sure that also mm-hmm. was a fight that was an exhibition, like, post mm-hmm. post season. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it doesn't really fit into the show all that well. Yeah. Um, but they'll put it on the supporter page. Whereas some of the stuff like, you know, Battle Saw, Deep Six, Four Horsemen, those were all season fights. Yeah. That I guess they just figured like. Didn't quite make the cut. Yeah. Or like, oh, Four Horsemen didn't make the finals, so let's not show any of their fights. Like, I don't really get it, but the TV makers do their TV thing. And then, like, some fights of the exhibition fights they did show early um, Mammoth versus Wanhu and Deep Six versus Axe Backwards. Were both <sighs> exhibition fights from right at the end. Oh, huh. And they just figured, I, th- I think they figured that because the fights were kind of like, those robots don't make it to the top 16 anyways, so whatever, just redraw the record at the end and no one will notice. So like Deep Six versus Nelly happened first before mm-hmm. Axe Backwards. Whereas, and when you look at it like that, it's like this beautiful crescendo of like, the first fight, Deep Six falls over and loses. Second fight, Deep Six falls over and wins. <laughs> Third fight, Deep Six does not fall over. It bursts into flames. <laughs> yeah. But it obliterates But somebody. it still wins and it rips back backwards in half. Like, and that's just like this perfect little like upswing of the season. And um, I think Mammoth, they fought Foxtrot at BattleBots and it wasn't much of a fight. Did so, it do the same thing it did at Miami last year? Not as strongly. It wasn't as um, cool. Was yeah, the Miami was really cool. Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he <laughs> so, ate Foxic at uh, like Robot Ruckus last year. Yes. Right. Well, so that's I think the show saw it and they're just like, yeah, let's fight it with Foxtrot because sure. And then um, well, like biggest versus smallest. Also that, which yeah. is just. But they ended up and they did show that on the show too that Mammoth knocked out Foxtrot, hmm. and it was because the tail of Mammoth is like the floppy plastic. Yeah. So it scraped over the top of Foxtrot and just ripped out the power link, and uh. turned it off. Like, Foxtrot was winning. Yeah, huh. And it just, boop, turned it off, oh, and then Mammoth wow. wins by knockout. That's not <laughs> so, something you planned for. So, yeah, so they cut that, and they put the Wanhu fight in, which was, like, it was a better fight. Okay. Well, I'm um, thinking... But it kind of screws with the records and stuff, so... Well, I keep know. meaning to get it, and I think I will over the holidays, because I gotta imagine, just doing a deep dive with Brian and, like, going on a marathon of that, it's gonna be more interesting watching the PapaJohns.com bowl. Just absolutely you know your, your nine it's, it's way better than your ninth tier bowl game <laughs> between, 
two teams you never heard anything of and you'll never, you know, no one will get drafted and you'll never hear from them again. Yeah, like Miami yeah. of Ohio and Rutgers or something like that. It's okay because the Patriots will draft three quarters of the Rutgers team again and then you'll see them all. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, but you'll, he'll turn them into winners. He will. <laughs> but, um, yeah, there's enough up there and there's a lot of mid-season stuff. There's a few Jenny segments that ended up up there. Um, hmm. And then there's a lot of interviews, so the post-play interviews that got cut. So we have ours after Son of Voyachi is up there. Um, just a variety from people. And for the most part, there's a reason most of them are up there. Right. But no bullshit. I might just go home and subscribe now because I keep thinking about doing it. And then like I get on Facebook and then something else happens on there. I'm, I'm liking yeah, some no. picture of a puppy or something. And then <laughs> just lose there's, it. Not, there's always more puppies, but there is not always more BattleBots fights. And for just five U.S. dollars, you can find 20 more BattleBots fights. That's not bad. <laughs> I'll take it. All right, so I can't, I, we can't keep you guys forever. I know we probably could talk with you guys for hours, but one of the yep. themes we were going to do this week since the Star Wars movie is coming out, and we hope it's actually good, um, we were going <laughs> to... I'm going to do a few comparisons of BattleBot stuff to Star Wars and Star Wars to BattleBot. So I may throw out like a name that's a Star Wars name or a BattleBot's name. See if we can come up with a reasonable doppelganger in the other one. And just wait until you see the picture that goes along with this. I sent it to you guys. Oh, you've already seen it. Isn't it great? Have I? Uh, Oh, I sent it like right when I started. So Oh, Oh, boy. Let's see. How do we? How do you escape Skype? <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, you can you can look oh, at no, it later. I want, I want I want this to be a live licking. Yeah, we, I didn't know you had. I didn't know you'd send it to him. I thought maybe we were gonna surprise him when they just when it just shows up and surprise. There's the picture. Oh, okay, I gotta make sure I'm not. How to get to? We don't know how to get out of Skype, so it will remain a surprise. We All right. <laughs> I just gotta make sure they don't say please take that down before I do it. But you know, I had a little fun <laughs> with Photoshop one night. Um, so I guess we can we'll do a couple easy ones. Um, Darth Vader is that just Ray or somebody else in that in the uh, BattleBots community or a bot that could be Darth Vader? Because no, Ray is nice still on the inside. Yeah. Hey, deep so, down Vader was too. Originally, yes. until he he did eventually oh, bring he, balance. To he was redeemed. So he but he burned to death first. So it is true. <laughs> <laughs> Well, to yes. be to be fair, he burned to death before and after. Well, that could yeah. be Tombstone, right? He kind of burned to death in that rotator match. <laughs> I think. Ah, uh-oh. we're good. Leave it alone. Um, yeah, I would say Tombstone because of the rotator math- match. Otherwise, I think like Darth Vader is like pure embodiment of evil, and but also indestructible. But oh, right. It probably is Tombstone then, and also yeah. well. With Vader too, um, or with Ray or Tombstone, last season in the exhibition match, exhibition match, didn't they take someone's like metal hand off? Oh, yeah! Oh my God! Wait, that's another Star Wars thing. Yeah, <laughs> he takes Luke's a hand lot of off in Empire. Get their hands cut off in Star Wars. Right. So I, okay, th- I, that then was... it has to be Tombstone. Yeah. Right. There, there's too many weird deep plot points. Well, so if you're looking at like a stat card for both Darth Vader and Tombstone to be um, really great offense and uh, weak to fire. (laughs) Susceptible to flame. (laughs) Um, uh, Is Bite Force just Luke Skywalker? I was going to say Bite Force is Emperor Palpatine. Oh, that's a better one. Yes. I'd say that. That's pretty good. I know. Emperor Palpatine eventually loses. 
Mm-hmm. As huge, as Team Huge, a team who would like to fight Bite Force, I cannot in good faith cast Bite Force as the hero. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> I want to fight Bite Force, and that would make us the villain if uh, if he's the hero. So Yeah, but and if you also, ask Ray. Star Wars we're the big white one. Tombstone is the black one. There's a whole lot of, like, is Luke wearing a white shirt? Is he wearing a black shirt? Is he wearing a white shirt under a black jacket? Huge as Luke Skywalker confirmed? I'm not saying it's confirmed. I'm not saying it's not confirmed. All right. We'll take that as fact. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I want to you, – you might see this. Like I, I put Huge as the Millennium Falcon. It's a fan favorite. It's a bigger vessel. Um, it's also white with black trim. Uh, <laughs> so it's a was, little rough around the edges. It's a yeah. little faster than you think it would be. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So which one of you? Which one to use Han and which one to use Chewie? Then <laughs> I can't do that. So. Oh, that is. Oh, Peter Chewie. Yeah, that's great. That's probably yeah. the best actual like interpretation I've ever heard come from a human I think being. He practices it when I'm not home. <laughs> <laughs> The real answer is, once upon a time, I tried gargling without any water, and that's just the sound that came out. <laughs> nice. That's a pretty good way to do that impression, though. <laughs> Until you choked. Well, I haven't drowned yet. Hey. <laughs> now, deep dive here, I think I put the, those buzz droids as the four horsemen. Oh, the oh yeah. Buzz, buzz droids is a pretty deep dive. Yeah, they'll like they'll kind of fly and latch onto your ship, and they're like little small things that like take apart your ship piece by piece. That's more in the prequels, I want to say. Yes, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I remember those, and that uh, yeah, it's definitely the four horsemen because there's like the the point is never to go gung ho into the front armor if you're the four horsemen. Yeah, Darn, that's exactly. <laughs> now this one, you don't have to comment on this. I had Vanquish as C3PO. They're both gold and British, and they really haven't done much in combat. <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure C3PO gets ripped in half at some point. Oh, he all the time. <laughs> like he's in pieces, I know, in one of the movies. And I think he's got a new arm in the new movies. Oh, he yeah. does. I remember that. It looks like he, uh, he might get some redemption in this movie. So maybe Vanquish gets some redemption next season. But I hope so. He's had okay. his time coming for long enough. Yeah. It's... C3PO, not Vanquish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think we're going to see Vanquish again. Oh. <laughs> He did, but as far as I've heard, um, Ragnarok, Tim's back to Monsoon, so I don't think there's going to mm. be any more Ragnaroks. Oh. Um, this is all public. I don't really know them, so I don't know any behind the scenes. Yeah, I, I keep playing like kind of phone tag with Sarah from that team, so maybe like when we get them on one of these days, they can like straighten that out for us. They're pretty great. I remember they... Uh, Traded us uh, some British candy for plastic in 2018 season. That was a really good trade. Mm-hmm. And I was content with that economy, but I don't think they brought enough this year. Slash oh. didn't need, didn't need any plastic. <laughs> I didn't know if plastic if you meant like American like cheap candy from like Walgreens or something like that. Oh, you still technically plastic. Watch your yeah. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so they actually no, literally they, needed everyone plastic. Knows if, you need, if you need spare plastic, we're the people to go to. <laughs> That's I think I would love to do like pins on a map of just where you know where is huge as plastic gone. Um, <laughs> I think we've given some to the list off the top of my head is Monsoon, Red Devil, Bombshell, Jasper before we fought them. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure their wheels were our plastic. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> nice. Um very sportsmanly uh, of I, you. 
uh, Valkyrie had uh, disc guards that that were our plastic. They, you know, kept the disc from eating its own pulley. Oops. Um, probably another half dozen that we're forgetting. But, Must be. Yeah. You know, it's it's good. We can turn all the spare plastic back into money when we're at filming. So. <laughs> yeah. True. I mean, <laughs> oh, last. It's probably not the most expensive thing that you can find in the pits. So yeah, it's, I can understand yeah, that. Definitely. I, I had Rotator as Darth Maul because that double sword with a double blade. Okay. He only ran double blades like once this year. Yeah, that was kind of disappointing to me. Yeah, how many movies was Darth Maul in? Yeah, but how many times did Darth Maul get ripped in half, though? Exactly once. The, well, right, the so, answer is once to all those questions. Half of Rotator fighting. Oh my god, this is the... This is poses this is, being cut in half. Yeah, so he lands <laughs> and then keeps fighting, and that's Rotator. Yeah, I mean, early on, like the first time we saw Rotator, I was like, that's a sweet looking bot, and it's dead because Witch Doctor took care of it. And then that season, there was no round robin, so it was like, okay, that's all you see of him. Kind of fell into place yeah. with Darth Maul. Because Darth Maul, I remember thinking, whoa, this guy's going to be pretty cool. Oh, he's dead. All right, never mind. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. I, I was sad about I'm glad. I'm almost glad we got in when we did with season three, just because I can't imagine going through all the effort and then it's like, Cool, thanks for playing. Yeah. Good one fight. <laughs> yeah, or, you know, like, you like in, yeah. when you're in Maker Fair, like you said, you, the one side died right off the bat, and it's like, well, guess that's it. Yeah. What now? <laughs> yeah, that would have been really bad, and we might not even come back the next year. No, probably not. But also, we had never built a combat robot at that point. That is correct. As wow. the two of us. So we've had a bit of a upswing. Yeah, all the experience... Away. <laughs> between season two ending and us being at season three that was all of it our, our first wow. event we were ever with our own robots the first fight of it was uh charles versus jameson and them yelling season three because <laughs> it was like <laughs> overhaul versus mini saw blades and know. i fought charles at that event and i showed everybody i knew because it's like i fought someone from the show <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like the coolest thing and then I didn't stop showing everybody once <laughs> I fought more people from the show. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the cool thing about those little events, though, is that these teams get a chance to go up against you guys. I, I know, like, that kid from Button Lee was probably just like, wow, when he got in the ring with you guys. I know that so, had to be yeah, cool for him. Him less and only because I fought, his name is Joe, I fought his beetle weight at least four times. Oh, okay. So we've hung out a ton. Like he, that team is great. I love them. Dear. They're them. awesome. The, the team was more roadkill. They were, I had never met them before, but it was a father and son and they were pitted next to them. They were incredibly nice. And they were more like that. I'm just like, it's an honor to fight you. That was awesome. And, it, and we just had a lot of fun with it. So I would say that was my first experience with being kind of the, the, I don't know, the TV bad guy yeah. more so than, <laughs> no, than like, the exciting yeah. fans. But otherwise, it was a good fight. Like It was a really good close fight. And then it was funny afterwards because it had like this rotating outer shell on it. And when they assembled the robot for the first time, it didn't spin freely. And they said, yeah, you hit us in the right way, so it actually works now. So <laughs> <laughs> knock something uh, yeah, knock something loose yeah, in a good way. Well, that's cool. I mean, I got to imagine, yeah, it is like really cool for those guys. And it's like, oh, my gosh, there's this guy from television and I get to fight him. And even for the little kids there, I mean, I'm I'm a big kid and I'm still kind of like, look, that's so and so for these little kids. It's got to be awesome at these events to meet you guys. I mean, I was head over heels for BattleBots when I was a kid and I didn't even meet anybody or see any robots. So I can't imagine like the kids that actually like 
get a huge sticker and meet us briefly and stuff. Like that's got them just crazy for them. I mean, it's, even if you guys like reply to something they post on Reddit or something like that, I know that's got to be big to them. I mean, I just the world's such a smaller place now with things like that than it was. Yeah, like back in two thousand. You know, you maybe yeah, right. Yeah. So, I mean, I wasn't looking because I was young, so I didn't really go on the computer ever. But I, yeah. I don't think there was much where I could just go online and like shoot Ray a message. No. Right. You I know? don't think there was much fan interaction back then. Not at all. No. Now it's like we're at the other end of a Facebook page. Come say hey. Like, yeah. I'm not gonna not gonna answer that fast, but I'll you know we'll get to it when I get to it. And, and it's still cool. I get like once a couple of days. Yeah, it's still got to just blow these kids' mind. I mean, that's one of the things. You you talked about NASCAR. It, that's one of the other sports that I compare it to. That like if you go and you actually get like pit passes, so you can get really up close to these teams, like more so than a lot of these sports. So it's it's a really fan friendly right. sport, I'd say. And I think that's good because it helps kind of like seed the grassroots almost. You know, you need yeah. you need the people. There, there's like a generation now of you know battlebots competitors that are all in their mid twenties that were fans of the show originally, mm-hmm. which includes us. And I think that, you know, there needs to continue being that kind of inspiration to keep new fresh ideas coming in. Cause otherwise you're just going to get the same guys with the same robot. Like yeah. if in 15 years we're like the gruff veterans, we're probably still going to have huge. <laughs> cool. um, and, and like, so that you need the you know kids to come in and and have like this bright idea they've been thinking of forever and and go and do it. Yeah, shake things up. I mean, because I'm sure I'm sure kids like spit ideas at you guys sometimes too. And it's like, yeah, maybe I'm not going to try that. You're eight years old, but you're already thinking about that sort of thing. And right, all the time. Do you want to tell them? Or should I tell them about the thing we learned? Weekend before last, Which about one? the the kill sauce. Oh box. God, yeah, yeah. yeah so that. we did a um, like a meet and greet at the first Lego League competition at the college we graduated from, um, and just like kids coming up, talking, touching the robot, like, "Wow, this is so cool!" And somebody says, "Hey, so I I know the the, the poles are sticking out from the wheel, so you don't get stuck, but what if those go into a kill slot?" And we're like, oh, what? We had never thought of that before. And so it would go right in. It would go oh, all the way. And there, there's no getting out of that. No, <laughs> no. You would be stuck. Yeah. So, yeah. Huh. So, like, uh, you know, not every idea that someone comes up to us with is like the best idea ever. But every once in a while, you get that like one idea, and you just go like, oh man. <laughs> Yeah, that's something. that's something like this person's been thinking we haven't. And so you will probably see little nubs on the ends of the poles next year just because. Yeah, we already fell in once with the legs. And I, I mean, it's got to be a one in a million shot. But but yeah, we fell we, in with the legs twice in our first fight. Right. Uh. And uppercut <laughs> landed on its face and Razorback landed on its side and one in a million <laughs> happens. And I'm not going to lose because I, you know toaster slot into the kill style <laughs> again again oh man yeah hopefully that kid sees that though and thinks i can't he probably will just think like oh jonathan knew about this like you know, years before i thought of it but hopefully he's like sassy enough that he's like dude i thought of that they owe me <laughs> no that, i have the notebook with the three pages of uh, <laughs> things you want to fix it's not in there uh, <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh so, yeah, 
just you never know. And that's the type of stuff. I think that's how some of the teams that are good keep getting better. They're just crowdsourcing new <laughs> ideas. Hey, it's, it's not bad. I mean, yeah, I, I know a lot of people throw those things in Reddit. I even one time I had a list of like five or six crappy ideas, and I had Hal tell me why they were all terrible. I think he was nice <laughs> about it, but you know. Was, but now you're learning. Yeah, yeah, one of them, a hammer that swings horizontally instead of vertically. It's not going to work. I just wanted to hear somebody tell me how it was a terrible idea, though. But it's fun. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's like I said. It, now, the real idea, two hammers that turn opposing each other. It's like a really fast clamper. Like they clap? Ooh. Yeah. That's, I mean, I think that'd be cool because that'd be a, a clamper. Like a, yeah. Yeah, so like it, a it, clamp. yeah, it'd be good and different. So people who are applying for battle bots, Do it. That's yes. not a four-wheel drive vertical spinner, so you might have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. We got, yeah, as usual, we ran long with you guys, so we won't keep you, t- won't keep you much longer here. Baby Yoda. Anybody got one for that? That was my last one. Oh. Who is the cutest, most adorablest thing in BattleBots? That's what he wants Super to know. Bot? Yeah, I was going to say just Tommy Wong. Straight up. Just all of Tommy Wong? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you can say Surrender Bot, but the, the ballad of Tommy Wong. Like, I cannot understate how great Tommy is because he always comes up to BattleBots with some idea. Hmm. So he has Surrender Bot in 2018. And just like, sure, throw it in. Like, let's <laughs> get Tommy a huge shirt. Let's go. Um, and this year, he was the source of the the pole bot that um, Kronos had. Timeline. Oh. Uh, he just—he was walking around the pits with it, and he had it as like, "Who wants a mini bot?" And Kronos <laughs> wanted it, and they painted it black, wrapped it in green, and sent it in there. And it fought with them. It was on Team Valkyrie for a minute. Um, mm-hmm. He had Surrender Bot in the box against um, as part of uh, Team Ribot. He had Surrender Bot in the box as part of um, Sharko at one point, I think. Because oh, yeah, Sharko was yeah, there this year. Sharko fights Bloodsport later. Nice. And that is that is not wound up in the supporters page yet, but I'm looking forward to it because in that fight is the debut of Surrender Box, which is a full size cardboard box Surrender Bot. And um, <laughs> I think I'm going to pay just for that. That's I'm just going to say it interfaces with Bloodsport very well. <laughs> Sorry, and I'll leave it at that. Yeah, the the Chrono Stick played. The thing worked. I remember thinking like. What is this? I think I could have invented a stick, and then the thing played, and I was just in shock. That was one of the things that I was. One but, of the things it, worked, that it only weighed like a pound and a half, and it worked because half of. I mean, this is half of just the huge pitch, that all the robots are too low and small. But half of the robots in the damn field would get tripped up on that stick. Yeah, you you could tell they whoever I can't remember who the opponent was in that match, but they didn't want to come near that thing because I know you don't want to get tangled in that. Yeah, it was Copperhead. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Kronos takes a, you know, a while to spin up, and if, all you got to do is just get that one, you know, get that first spin up in, and once you're up to speed, like the ring's a hundred pounds, it's not going to slow back down. Yeah, and yeah. that's so, and exactly if, you can, get, if yeah. you can get one spin up in, that pound and a half was worth it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and it yeah. held it held them off Copperhead off and long enough to get it spun up. So strangely, yeah. and then genius. Just, I think it's like twenty dollars in aluminum pole. Like, yeah. That ends. It was two separate robots on either end of little three D prints, screwed to the pole. So each one 
you know, had its own battery and receiver and radio equipment. And but it's just tiny. Wheel. But yeah, it was tiny, and then the pole just weighs a pound and a half, and then the, the ends weigh nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and paint it black. Go, get him. Yeah, Go, it's, Tommy. yeah, it's strangely amazing and works, so... You, but yeah, Tommy just has the ideas, so he's Baby Yoda because he just has like nice all the crazy ideas. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's ever showed up. He's ever, I don't think he's ever showed up on a team. He's always left on a team. Yeah, he lives in L.A. I think he just kind of showed up this year with robots. He's <laughs> just a <laughs> random guy for BattleBots. I hear anybody needs stuff. Like, yeah, and everyone's like Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows him. Somebody's got to sign know. him one of these years then. I mean, we're thinking we've debated it. Like as long as he's getting in, I'm happy. But if he can't get in, then we'll call him. <laughs> but he also did um, at a local event. He had vape bot, which just uh, it's just vapes until the arena's a cloud, and then you can't see. <laughs> wow. Uh, but he has one called Free Hugs, and it's uh it has two saw blades on arms, and it hugs people and cuts them. Wow. It's like ah, that's a good joke, bot Tommy. And then he got like second at some event. <laughs> Like, damn it, Tommy, how do you do this? Jeez. Googling yeah, vape bot, fun. too, yes. <laughs> it's like, it's like we just see a picture on Facebook of, like, who the hell built vape bot? So, Tommy did. God damn it, Tommy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. He's big deal. So did you say you guys have a website now, or was that, you just say you're going to the Facebook page? Because you're talking about, um, you know, sending a self-addressed stamp envelope with stickers. Yes. So a big we, kid website. We have an adult website now. Um, mm, don't w- say it like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's true. We've uh, got a real website. <laughs> sorry. We've grown up and we have a real website. We're not just a Facebook page. An adult website called Huge. Um, <laughs> oh, I may send the wrong message. I, I have had that worry. So our Instagram is... Um, and another plug. Instagram.com slash Huge BattleBots. Um, oh, don't okay. go to the window and type in Huge and the letter B. Don't do that. We're probably going to change the Instagram name soon. <laughs> uh, so the website is hugebattlebots.com. Um, oh, sweet. It's, you know, info about the robot, info about the team. We tried to fill it out as best we could. It's got all the fight blog posts up in one place without the kind of noise of a Facebook page, which, you know, which is like, we're going to be at this event. We, you know, we here's a giveaway. Like, it's just, you know, just the, the fight blogs. Um, we have the shop up where we have the hats. We have links to all of our BattleBot store merchandise, like the shirts, um, all the different shirts and stuff, posters. Um, we have instructions on how to get stickers, and we did our best to fill it all out fully because I grew up as a kid and a fan, very tired of you know BattleBot teams websites that stopped getting updated like five years ago. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like TBA coming soon. Last updated two thousand one, and it's like twenty eleven. <laughs> So we did our best to fill out, you know, everything as much as we could. And then it's uh, maybe someday I'll add all the stuff from 2018 season, but at least it's updated to what's happening now. So, yeah, that was all um, our teammate slash my girlfriend, Maddie. Um, Her day job is making e-commerce websites and, Mm -hmm. you know, stores and stuff online. So she it was an excuse for her to learn Squarespace and she built the whole website out, wrote pretty much everything on it. You know, just it looks awesome. So I'm, I'm, I know this is a podcast, but that's not a plug for Squarespace. No, it's not. She hates. She did not like use <laughs> right, Squarespace. I mean, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm looking yeah. at the website now. It's it's really good. I'm I'm gonna. I already bookmarked it. I'm probably gonna yeah go down this wormhole the next few days. But it, yeah, it's yeah, definitely check this out. 
good amount of stuff on it, and it's um, I'm proud of it. I'm happy. It makes you know like a real, a real thing now. We got our own <laughs> website. We got the robots. You know, it's a couple seasons deep, so it's just kind of part of, you know, playing the part, I guess you could say, and and yeah. trying to mature beyond what. 2018 was of just like a robot we threw together as fast as we could with wheels we cut out roughly <laughs> and you know like mm-hmm. everything cut out roughly like. wheels we cut out in four different parking lots yeah and now we pay taxes yeah we have taxes <laughs> we because the shirt yeah sorry the hat yeah sales tax i paid two dollars in sales tax a month oh ago. man so, hey, what? Well, yeah, hey, I appreciated. We are cooking now. Like, yeah, <laughs> I appreciated that on your website the hat was a price, and it, that's what the price ended up being. It wasn't like you know four dollars tax, eight dollars shipping, and then I'm buying a you know fifty dollar hat. So nope. I I appreciated that. And that's uh, we're trying to be open about it because the BattleBots hats end up about the same price from their store, but it's like twenty dollars plus a bunch of shipping and stuff. Yeah. So obviously, shipping costs money. Yeah, but true. we just figure you know, prices, the price is nakedly there. It is, it is open. It is thirty-five bucks for a hat, and no, you know, nothing else. And and that's what you pay. And, and you get a hat in mail, and then you usually throw out some stickers too. Because thanks for buying a hat. And it is a quality hat too. Is it like a lovely hat? Yeah, yeah, I've been blown away by how high quality. It, that is the um, exact same hat we wear on the show. Well, yeah, that, and that's the, the conundrum I face. Like, do I wear it and potentially mess <laughs> up the signatures? Because I don't want to do that. But it's a sweet hat and it's comfortable. So, if you find us somewhere, we'll sign it again. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You can always buy another one if you wear. It. We have. We now starting next year, we'll offer the ten dollar resign service. <laughs> you send it back. Yeah. No, no, I've no, got the audio on the podcast. You said you'd do it for free. <laughs> <laughs> damn it we're losing money no, no, yeah. if you come to us we'll sign it oh, oh right. okay fair enough but and i pay ten dollars and you fly to me to sign it what so i pay ten dollars and you fly to me to sign it is that how this works oh, oh no 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 you fly to me there you go yeah jeb you not that cheap plane, yet you put the hat in it you leave <laughs> <laughs> I'll, we I'll, come to the airport. We pick up the hat. Yeah. We sign it. Yeah, you can get an Uber for the hat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, there. I've been blown away by the hats. It's a company that's here in, I think, in right outside Hartford, around where we live, and they were able to do the hats for us on like less than no notice for the filming this year. Um, and so we just called them back up and said, "Hey, can we have sixty? And they ended up, you know, make, take a couple weeks, make the hats, and they look so great, and everyone's been really happy with it. So we ordered a few more, and we'll see how uh, it goes. Enough. Yeah, you got a satisfied customer here, and I'm probably looking at one, yeah. too. Yeah, that's a sweet hat. That's that's a great hat. So, all right, well, we won't keep you guys. Yeah, huge. Uh, it is hugebattlebots.com. Yeah, I've got a bookmark there. Yep, yes. All right, yeah. As always, you guys have been tremendous. Thank you so much, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk to you guys heading into the 2020 season. We'll be around. Thank you very much. Bye. Let's go. Bye-bye. Music for the Breaking Bots podcast is courtesy of Dan Moriarty and his band A Troop of Echoes, available on Spotify, Google Play, and Apple Music. You can also check out his website, a troop of echoes, all one word, dot bandcamp.com.